welcome to Not So Aloney, the show where I, Aloney, hang out with a friend, and together, we make stuff. This week, I was looking through my old files, and I found the first recording we ever did for this show, way, way back in the day. And I decided I would take that edit, and I would fix it up, and make it more like the rest of our episodes. So this is the first ever Seven Questions with me and Scott, where we write a Tremors movie. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Not So Aloney, a podcast where I, Aloney, hang out with a friend and with our collective creativity, make something so that we all feel a little less alone. I'm here today with my friend Scott, and we're writing a Tremors movie. Tremors is a film series that was started in 1990 and has seven movies and a TV show. Scott and I love this series and we've been watching all the best ones in order and we decided that we wanted to write our own Tremors movie. So this is a conversation we had over a very long period of time that has been edited severely and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, am I lagging at all, or can you hear me? Uh, well, say something again. I'm speaking, talking a lot, saying the words and singing a song. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you're doing all right. Okay. So we just watched Tremors 2, 3, and 4. Uh-huh. And we're ready. We're going to write us a fucking Tremors. We're going to do it. Yes. I believe in our writing ability. We can do this. Okay, so first things first. What kind of Tremors are we going to make here? I wrote down all the elements of Tremors while we were watching. So there's one location that is like a main base, and then there's a couple sub-locations where they're discovering stuff. Right. And then there's a, a small but diverse cast with like distinct personalities. So there's always... Um, usually the same families are in it, but like with different characters. A little, yeah. Certainly one... One, three, and four, definitely, yeah. Yeah, there's always Bert, and then there's always a Chang, and then some woman with red hair, usually. <laughs> yep. And, uh, like, who's always unrelated. Yeah, yeah, not quite. And then random other person. Yep. Uh, and then there's always um, an older Mexican man who almost dies. Yeah, I'm not sure if those those are related, but yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. like, literally, if they're... Like, if that's supposed to be, like, his great-grandpa or something. Yeah. But, yeah, it's usually the story of Bert Gummel or an ancestor of his or a descendant or whatever. Yeah. And they are gun-toting badass or not and trying to become. <laughs> yep. And they're never pre- – they're always prepared but not for what they expect. Yes. They're the opposite of Batman, where every time they have, you know, Batman always has something up his sleeve to solve the problem. They always have something up their sleeve that doesn't solve it. Yeah, they have something that they think will solve the problem, and yeah. it doesn't always work. Yeah, and it's usually really funny. Yes. <laughs> and then there's usually like a solid romance in there that's like yeah. a sub thing that doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think the fourth one's romance was kind of meh, but yeah, the best one was probably the second one's romance. Yeah, the Playboy. Uh, the, yeah, the pinup girl. And then it turns out it's her at the end. That was pretty great. Yeah, that's that's fun. And yeah, there's like you, you get the sense early on. Yeah. 
They they have they have chemistry. Yeah, exactly. They have they have legit chemistry, and then at the end, it is a reveal yeah. that oh, she happens to be his dream girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's not like he was with her because she was his dream girl. It's because after they realized, oh wow, that's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's always an element of greed and hubris. There's always somebody trying to make money, where uh, well, it be like the mogul comes into town and fucks shit up. Right. Yeah. Or there's the the people who own the shop are always looking for an angle. Okay. And then all the people who aren't looking for money are looking for fame. There's there's often an offer to like capture one of these things alive. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Or um, you know, they have to give up everything to not fight the thing. Right. Uh, and then there's the hubris of they always think they can take it down, and then it it, it changes. Yep. Ooh. And then they can't take it down. And then they take it down with everybody. And there's always a happy ending. Yeah. Except someone will die, and they're oh, yeah. probably a nobody. And then somebody important might almost die or die. Yeah. And then then there's a happy ending. Um, and there's always an element of mystery, horror, and most importantly, guns. Yes. Especially there's, there's, if... Big yes. ones. If we have to make a movie, there's probably a good chance it has to include Bird Gummer. And if it includes Bird Gummer, it's going to have guns. Yeah. And the guns definitely are a big part of it. And there's always that speech of the names of all the different guns. Oh, yeah. And then they, they always do the, aim, the reload montage thing where they're setting up a, a plan. And then there's always explosions, uh, whether it be a building or a barrel of something or like a big gun yep. there's some kind of bomb that's going to go off yeah. and then also one of those things has to explode yeah one of the grapplers or I guess yeah. yeah or whatever it is shriekers ass blasters even, yeah even with the shriekers yeah like they blew up tremors and then they blew up the shriekers yep and then the ass blasters they literally made it blow itself up yep it's already got the chemicals it just you know yeah, and they blew up his house. Oh yeah. And they did the crazy shit in two where he was inside of it. Uh, that was three. I like. Uh, uh, was three. Boy, yeah. like, I always mix them yeah. up. But yeah, it's America out the asshole. It's all about. <laughs> it's all about guns, explosions, um, standing your ground, and uh, <laughs> um, putting nature in its place, and not underestimating your enemy yeah. of animal. Yeah, don't do that. There's a degree of respect with the animal, but also a degree of let's blow it up and then yeah. sell its body parts for a bunch of money. Yeah, something like, like yeah. We, we can respect the fact that the Graboids are intelligent. Yeah. You know, they're always yeah. like, thinking. Yes, they're always learning. But also, this is America and capitalism, and you can always yeah. make a quick buck on a tragedy. And just, you know, it's either me or you, and, you know, yeah. you're a giant worm. And they respect El Blanco in the end. Yeah. They don't kill him. Yeah. He's their little pet. Yeah. Because you can domesticate it, then you don't have to kill well, him. Well, he's not so much domesticated. It's just like, you know, they uh, keep him contained, sort of. Yeah, I think the show is basically them domesticating it. Kind of, so. yeah. I don't think they yeah, ever like, get to, but he, they, that's the plan. Yeah, he's just a resident uh, graboid, yeah. Yeah, he's what keeps the town around. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, like, they're just going to be yeah, so, the ranchettes, I guess. First movie, big budget movie, uh, you know, Kevin Bacon ensemble. Then they went to the second one, bigger and better, but it seems like it has a lower budget, even though they managed to make it bigger and better. Yeah. 
and it became kind of B movie, and then three becomes full B movie. I mean, it was always B movie, but yeah, it does. It yeah. does definitely like you know. There's more. It keeps going. Yeah, and then four is like okay, we have no more ideas. We'll do a prequel. Yeah, and where they show how the graboids grow from baby to adult. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. You get a sense of their life cycle. Yeah, and then they did two movies that I haven't seen that you say are bad. Yeah, they're not good. Like it's kind of like I just mentioned. Like they go into the life cycle, and they in the fifth one they say no, no, these graboids are more evolved, and they they skip the streakers and go right to ass blasters. And I th- I didn't mention this to you, but they redesigned the graboids and the ass blasters. The graboids like they're not great, or I don't know, like I don't know if they're really bad per se, but the ass blasters. Like the Athlasters just look like generic monsters now. Like they got bat wings and they've got like like you you know the mandibles that the Graboids and like Shriekers Athlasters have. Yeah. You know, it gives them some resemblance. The Athlasters in new ones don't have that. I don't know why. Weird. Like, you know, just like they like I I don't get it. So I've come up with a new system for writing that I want to run by you with this new chart I made that is totally going to solve all of the problems and is totally not just a bunch of random arbitrary bullshit that doesn't work. The big question is, where are we going to put the setting of this thing? I've come up with three ideas from our conversations. Idea one, in the future, where they're looking... It's like full, like ridiculous, like C movie level, right? Ridiculous, and it's they're they're looking for oil in a futuristic city built around it. Graboids have been there for so long that they made even stronger oil because they fossilized. Yeah, which isn't like how it, how it really I know. works, but you know, just like just roll with it. They're sci-fi monsters. Yeah, and the idea being that they there's, there's an entire city where perfection was, and now there's graboids running around the city. Which is tempting, but a little bit over the top, and I don't know if that's what yeah. we're going for. Yeah. I had another idea, which was to do it in a modern age, but I don't know how that would be any different than the old one. Kind of depends on the setting. Like, the other movies, like, try to branch out a yeah. little bit. Well, I was thinking if I did, like, there's two clear options. Another prequel that we were thinking, which is the crazy idea, and then the other one was... A very practical, down-to-earth reboot where it's just, like, their grandkids and it's, like, modern-day perfection and it's the same town and nothing's changed and they haven't seen a Graboid in 30 years and then, bam, all oh, they're back. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Grandpa Gummer, you don't know what you're talking about. Those aren't real. Yep. Even though yep. there's they captured live ones in yeah. the last one. <laughs> yeah, he, he mounted... Uh, yeah, Texas one of them on his one. wall, and then they have fucking shriekers. No, they have full on the ass blasters, like in cages. They feed them, right. and, and they have like a petting zoo. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah, I mean, maybe not, or maybe just like, uh, oh man, yeah, the graboids weren't really. Uh, yeah, those have been dead for twenty so, or actually forty or so years now. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to jump forward and do all that, and I think. Yeah. I think the the best idea we have is the pirate island one. Yeah, <laughs> which is so ridiculous and stupid that it might work. Yeah, I'm a little dismayed because looking on Wikipedia, I think I do see like, you know, they are making another one, and the title does seem to be Island Fury, 
But I'm <laughs> doubting I'm doubting they're going for a pirate saying though, so I think we're okay. Yeah, I bet it's like we're gonna go like it's it's definitely what? like Bert is on an island like they're they're on islands this time, Bert. How are we no, gonna get them? Talking about, they could be talking about Australia for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> so we came up with some great jokes while we were watching it about buried treasure and how at the end oh, yeah. they could they could bury the eggs underground. Yeah. Because yeah, the and in the fourth one, you know, they they are discovering like, oh, they we like poured all the hot water out this way and here's where the eggs were. What if they were buried there? Yeah. So the idea is that a way a tremor works is it's a baby and then it's really small at first after it comes out of an egg and it slowly it grows very fast. Yeah. And it showed in the time in that it takes a month and a half for them to reach full size. Oh uh, yeah. So they start out as like an egg-shaped larva, and then they go to full size in a month. And then they eat, and after they've eaten enough, then they molt, and then they burst out multiple shriekers. Or maybe just one shrieker. And then as a shrieker eats, it spits out other shrieker's. I think it's like three to six for a graboid. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah. yeah. And then they birth more as they eat. Yeah. Until one of them is full enough that it then becomes the ass blaster. Guess that's or a, yeah. each of them, basically. The survivors. Yeah. Um, basically grow wings and then fly the and lay the eggs somewhere else. Yeah. So the idea of a graboid is it hunts when it he, from sound and then it sees with heat when it's trying to multiply. Basically, it scouts with the ground ones and they find them. And they protect the eggs. And then once they find them, then they let out the big ones on the surface, and those ones fuck them up and eat them, and then they go and transfer somewhere else and birth again. Right. And that's pretty much the life cycle. We said we don't want to fuck with that, because that's the vibe. But what we thought was island. Yes. So, if we're going to do pirates, first questions is, what year are we going to do it? And who is going to be on the crew and why? So we said we want to have one central location. So are we going to do one boat? Is that the central location? Or is that the place where shit goes wrong and they have a camp on the island? Yeah, I think it would have to be like closer to a camp, like a, a pirate uh, haven. Co- like sort a of. cove? Yeah. And yeah, they definitely have them exploring like... Like, maybe they're searching for a treasure on the island. Ooh, I just saw something. Uh, a tidal, like, tides come in and out. So the graboids, like, move around the island, like, between the islands, like, at low tide. Ooh. And at high tide, that's when they're, like, you know, they're stuck on these islands. That's a great idea, because then you could add a ticking clock of, like, the... Yeah. Yeah. And th- th- that makes a lot of sense, because then, like... They can go in the water, but they're vulnerable in the water. Right, yeah. So they go under the water on the ground. But the question is, why do they need high or low tide if they can just dig underground? Like, isn't the ground there? Or maybe it's the sand? Yeah. Like, something about how the tide moves, it moves the sand in place? Could do that, yeah. Because, like, they move through dirt. They don't move through sand. Mostly, yeah. They, it's always soft dirt. Like, they can't move through rocks. Right, so maybe the outside, like the sea floor, is rocky. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, there's you know there's bedrock to beat you. Well, because the idea, yeah, the idea is that a ass blaster flew to an island and laid an egg there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like it, it was there was an ass blaster out there and it kept flying and then it landed on an island, laid a bunch of eggs and died. So you can get an ass blaster skeleton. That's cool. And then they were looking for a treasure and in the process, because it's always their fault. They heated it up, maybe. Right. Like, it was hidden in a cave, and then when they broke open the cave to, like, let their ship in, maybe? Like, it's a cove where they they can put their ship? Yeah. I think that works a lot, too, because if it's, like, in a mountain, then that is really cool. Like, you know that, like, Goonies Pirate Cove? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like, imagine that, but with tremors going through. Yeah. And then, like, the ship goes out in the ocean, but it's already, like gets crushed before it makes it out so you don't have to worry about them jumping in and out of water right because it's underground already (laughs) yeah i like that so like it's like a so they can park their boat in the mountain and that's what fucks them because their boat is in this cove mountain thing like this cave oh yeah so that's why it gets fucked so, like, they can go from island to island with this boat in the beginning, and then at the end, like, when it gets destroyed, it's because that's where that is. Yeah, yeah like, one, and then one of the crew, like, takes the treasure, and it's like, so long, suckers, and then, like, as he's, like, leaving the cave, it, there's a cave in. Yeah, it collapses. Yeah. yeah, it destroys the ship. Yeah, classic. Yeah, that's how you can start, because in, in, in a lot of them, there's more people at first, and then there's, like, nobody. Right, yeah. Um... So, like, the idea of, like, there's a whole ship of people, and then it the whole ship gets destroyed. And, like, a fantastical thing. Like, one of them flies through the ship, and you can get, like, yeah. cave like, a whole ship getting collapsed, and then it blows up. Yeah. So, the question is, why are they there, and are they all... They're all from the same ship, then, right? Yeah. So, that's why there's, like, this disparate element of group. Because in the other ones, it was because they all lived in the same town. So in this one, it's like, oh, we're all on the same crew, and they, but they still don't really know each other, and that's usually the thing. So we got a group of pirates on a ship. Um, so it's a pirate cove, and then an island with the high tide, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we got to talk about characters, right? Yep. So I want a Bert. I want a Chang. There's always a family of Changs. Yeah, kind of. Or when they show, maybe we should just do one Chang. Yeah, yeah, one. Uh, I feel like with Bert, we kind of would have to respect the fact that I don't. No offense to Michael Gross, but I I think he's getting older. So if like we, I would have him be like the kind of like a kooky like uh, <laughs> Dad follows you. Or something. Yeah, like, he's the guy who warns them. Right, yeah. Or, like, well, I could see him as, like, a salty old pilot yeah, captain. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's, this is his last, mi- this is his last one. Right, You yeah. can really play up that this is his last movie by being, like, this is my last voyage. Yeah. So, something like that. Just, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, just have it where he's. He could die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have it where it's not, like, he's doing, like, crazy backflips or anything like he he stands he spends most of his time at a table talking about may, maybe fondling his like prize firearm yeah yeah Ooh. 
He's got one of them like fucking crazy guns that are from like the Renaissance where they're like really right. over the top gun. Um, where it's got like seventeen. It's like a revolver, but it has like seventeen bullets in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm gonna put seventeen shooter revolver. <laughs> I just have thought a, a sword fight with uh, maybe a graboid or maybe like maybe a shrieker or something. Oh my god! Yes, sword fights. The sword fights the the tongue. <laughs> no, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that's so that's that's jumping the shark levels of ridiculous. It, it's pretty bad, and I, I don't know if you were like just going to show like, how smart they really are. Yeah, <laughs> just. Like, that would be like, yeah, right. <laughs> you could do it and then be like, it's a dream because it's so ridiculous. Something like that. I'll, I'll, honestly, I think I would just like film that just for the sheer value. Like, it doesn't even have to be in the movie, but by God, just film that for the fun of it. Oh my God, yeah. I just The, the idea of, of three swords in the mouth of a graboid attacking a man and he's like yeah. being eaten by it while he fights it. He's like he's like blocking it in front of him on on his left and then his right and then like low yeah and like one yeah. of them nips his leg and it's like oh shit they have three tongues <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah but yeah, it's played like a, a classic duel just like yeah it cuts him and it's like aha well played yeah and they do like the steps and it's just you just see him and then it cuts to the graboid's mouth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I almost don't want to do any other creature. Just do the Graboid and don't do any of the evolutions, almost. Yeah, that's a, that makes sense, yeah. I mean, you could play with, like, an old Ass Blaster. Well, maybe. Like, the... Because the, what happens to those, you know? Do they age out? Like, they don't yeah. evolve anymore, so they just they yeah. just protect the egg. Yeah. So is there, And they get really fat. Like, they like to overheat and then fall asleep. So is it, like, a dragon? Well, it could be, yeah. That makes, that makes I mean, a they're sense, they're yeah. called dirt dragons in the in the prequel. Yeah, but that's just like you know. I know that's like, just the nickname or whatever. But yeah, I just like a really fat ass blaster. Might could could be something like it's that guarding the fun. treasure. Yeah, yeah. Um, or the treasure is like it, like its skeleton or something. Oh yeah, I, I my assumption would just be like the the treasure was the eggs. You know, yeah, like, that makes sense. That that yeah. yeah. And then they even find it, and they close. Like I like the idea of the ending being they have a treasure chest with eggs in it. Oh yeah. And like they go eventually down to per, to the valley. Yeah. And like found the town. Right. Yeah. Because like you see, you never see the town found. You see when the town started, which was oh we're gonna open a mine for a bunch of money, but the the you know that doesn't mean that that's the origin of the whole place, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, or even just like, we're going to, this is the middle of nowhere. Nobody would ever suspect here. And like, that's where they bury their treasure. Some, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It could be passed down generations. That's right. Yeah. That too. You could just have him holding the chest at the end. Yeah. Um, but I do like the idea of they get away with a chest full of eggs. Yeah. Like four eggs in the chest. And then just to sort of set up the idea of like, oh, that's how it got over there. You know? Yeah. Okay. So we got Bert. So old man Bert. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and then I definitely want Chang to be a pirate. Mm, yeah, I just think that that's a good idea. That's a well. Okay, so we we I want America in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Are we going to do Revolutionary War or Civil War? Uh, probably Revolutionary. Like, we're, okay. like, Pirates will be closer to that. Yeah. Or maybe, like, early American Navy. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of, like, the start of Pirates around then. Like, where, like, I don't, I don't think it should be, like, it's Independence Day when it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we want to go full ham and it's like 1776 and it like shows a chest with the, with the eggs in it leaving Washington's house. Yes, let these eggs represent our nation's freedom. And then it, it, it's lost in the ocean to pirates. <laughs> but no, I think that's that's a little bit too much. Yeah, that'd be a bit much. In the last one, it was 1845. That's what it said on the coin. Right. So 1805, four, 40 years before that. Okay. If we're going to stick with the 40-year cycle, you know? Even though that's not really a thing because they just have to get hot. Right, yeah. But 1800s, perfect. So, 1800s Pirate Cove. So, when was the Civil War? Do you remember when that was? That was 1865, I think. I mean, I mean, Blackbeard Blackbeard, and those pirates were like, like 17 or 1710 or something. Just like, you know. Yeah, like the Golden Age piracy. Yeah. But there's still pirates around at this point. Yeah, that's true. Godzilla, 1780. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, okay. So, fuck it. Let's do 1800 because I want to have... I want to have an American veteran. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, who should be the veteran? Uh, Chang shouldn't be because Chang's family are um, immigrants in 1845. Yeah, so he's from China. We gotta have that. Yep. So he's Chinese pirate. A long way from home, aren't you? But you know what? Part of me wants to make Chang a merchant. <laughs> okay, yeah. That... Just because his family are always merchants in the story. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck it. Merchant, merchant Chang. Could be his ship, which, yeah, is meant for more merchant work, but, you know, he had to... Well, there could be like two ships, because like there's the there's the pirate ship in the cove, right? Right. Where the treasure was, and then there's their ship that they came on. Oh yeah, that could work. Like maybe not even have them be pirates. Maybe there's like. I feel like pirate is a little too over top. Like they're looking at pirates. Pirates always feel old, so maybe it's better to even have them be because they're always down on their luck. Maybe having them be like. They are like archaeologists in the group. Actually, I don't know. I'm still leaning towards pirates and maybe play it kind of like a Long John Silver, where like the crew. Oh, there's pirates on a regular ship. Yeah. Yeah. And then... It's like a mutinous crew of pirates. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're led by Burt Gummer. <laughs> yeah. Or you could even have Burt Gummer be like the guy that gets thrown off the ship. Oh, yeah. Like, he's the captain that gets betrayed, because then you could have the cool moment of, like, we kill him, because, like, this is my final voyage, and then he dies, and it's like, he was just gonna retire, and then he shows up. Yeah. Like, you think he's gone the whole movie, and then in the end, he's just, like, riding in on a fucking dolphin or some <laughs> shit, like, <he's> just, like, <laughs> like, he was in a rowboat as the sh- ship burned or some shit. Right. And then, like, you see him show up later. Could do that, yeah. Um... Because you don't need him in the whole movie, then. Yeah. You could even do, like, it's his son. Like, it's a young Burt Gummel. Right. As the main guy. 
And like Bert Gummel is like passing the torch. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of like it's a regular ship with like immigrants and merchants on it. So okay, Merchant Chang, he's on a he's on a mer- merchant ship heading for an island. Yep. Do, 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 do. yep. Maybe they're not even heading for the island. Maybe the the mutiny crew is the ones that bring them to the island. Yeah. Um so like they're a regular merchant crew and then they stop at this island and they're like why are we here? And there's sort of a, a slow reveal of like oh the crew mutinied them and brought them there. Because you want to spend most of the story in the place. Because that's how the regular movies go, right? It's like, yeah. there's usually like a bombastic intro sometimes. So you could do the mutiny as that. Like, you just think like, you see a pirate story where it's like, Long John Silver style story where like, you're on a ship and it's like, oh, the ship's being overrun, blah, 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 run. Get to the island over there, right? Yep. And then it just like title slam tremors. <laughs> it's like a really serious, like pirate, like like mutiny movie where like the ship's being taken over, and he's like, "I'm the captain now," and he like throws Burt Gummel off overboard, and then like they all, <laughs> they all like get in rowboats to the island, and like the ship's burning, and then it's like tremors. <laughs> so who is the bad guy? That is the question. That it's the tremors, right? But you need like yeah, you need a human element, yeah. You need a sleazy businessman. And I think that's what the pirate crew would be. Right, yeah. Like, you can play them as, like, sleazy dudes, right? Yeah. Like, that's what a pirate is. He's just a sleazy businessman in the water. Yeah, maybe play it up where, like, the the crew is, like, your typical, like, eyepatch-wearing, like, hook hand. But then the the leader is, like, a powdered wig, like, tries to fancy himself up. Yeah, like like an Englishman who's, like, a very rich English. The man who funded the trip. Right. Like, I, does that is that too much like four though with like a hoity toity rich guy? Well, I mean, he'll be playing up playing it as the villain, so I don't, I don't know. What if if we play up the America even a little bit more? Yeah. And we do Louisiana River tugboat man, like voice, hmm? like South like Southern American uh, like rich man, Virginian plantation owner. Yeah, yeah, like he's like he's the guy who funded the trip, okay. like a Colonel Sanders. Okay, that could work. Yeah, because then like I could see Burt Gummel being that guy actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of like tugboat, like you know, Louisiana man, because I love the idea of seeing a bunch of pirates with hooks and shit, and then like Louisiana man is in charge. Just, yeah, just saunters off deck, just like well, well, well. Yeah, you just see, like, a peg leg hit the ground, and then you see a guy, a, a fancy shoe, hit the ground after the peg leg, yeah. and he's like, well, I'm a-walking down here. Just, <laughs> yep. like, hear pirate shanties, and then just, like, some dude from Louisiana walks out. And he's... Yeah. Okay, so we got that guy, and he's going to be the guy that gets killed, right? Of course, yes. Part of me wants to say the redhead woman, that's the random redhead woman, maybe she could be Gummer's daughter. Okay. Because there is that weird thing going on where, like, Bert's family always has, like, redheaded women in it. Yeah. And they're always, like, like the idea that, like, his first girl, the girl in the prequel is redheaded, 
And then they have kids, and then his wife is redheaded. And there's clearly the idea that, like, there's, like, a deep-seated attractiveness to redheads in his family. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so, like, of course his daughter would have red hair. Also, that explains why she's on the ship, because usually women wouldn't be on ships. Oh, yeah. So the explanation would be that she's his daughter, and she, like, snuck on board or something. Right. Okay, so, so far... We got Merchant Chang, Old Man Gummer, Rich uh, Oil Tycoon Man. Yeah, we need like two more people. Who else do you want to add in here then? Maybe one of the pirates should be prob- probably be one of them. Like one of the main cast. Yeah. Because like, what's the guy in two? What's his name? Uh, Earl. Do you remember what his last name is? Bassett, I think. Swabby Bassett. Okay, so here's here's the lineup we have right now. Old Man Gummer is the captain of a merchant ship in the beginning of the movie. And then the rich oil tycoon man who's funding the whole ship has the pirates take over. All right, the ship is mine. Take over, boys. And then the pirates come out and they take over everything. They go in a rowboat maybe and get away, right? Chang, the young redheaded woman who is his Gummer's daughter, Gummer and this swabby pirate dude. So like the guy who was cleaning up, they just he got on the boat with them, and he turned. He's he's actually a pirate, you know. Uh, and then you got the Louisiana tycoon and his pirates. So we got something there, right? Right. So which one of these people is going to be the main character? Part of me wants it to be Chang or the woman, the the Gummer's kid. Right. So do we want it to be Bert? Bert's ship gets taken over, and then him and his daughter leave, and then it's actually about the daughter. Yeah, that could work. And then Chang and the and the Swabby are just kind of in the boat when it happens. Yeah. Um. Or better yet, do we want the whole group together, or do we want to separate them and have like two of them on the ship with the pirates and two of them on land? Because like, there's always that cutback right between the main base. And the people scouting, right? right? So maybe the main base is the pirate crew. And then the people scouting is Bert and the okay, girl. Yeah. So, like, they get on a rowboat and leave the ship because they've been ousted. Because, like, it's his ship and he's his, her daughter. No, her, she's his daughter. So, like, they get out on the rowboat with a couple of other people that we can kill. And then the other ones are in the ship. And then the ship pulls into the cove, and then it's like, all right, we're going to look for the treasure. And in the process, oh, now Graboids are coming out. Do we want to start with them already on the ship, or we do want to show them make the decision to join the ship? Because there's always a buy-in in the, in the movies where it's like, I am deciding to do this. Right. And then because they join, then they're stuck, then they're in it. And then they have to make a second decision to stay. Okay, yeah. So, like, in this movie, the second decision to stay would be they get another boat, and then they're like, we got to stay and stop these things. So, like, the first decision would be we got to join. Also, because you get to see their comeuppance when it's like, we're going to join this merchant crew. And he's like, I don't know if I trust this. Like, you can see the people, like, uh, they don't know if they should join, and then they do it anyway because there's extra money. Right. Bert, right? Like, Bert has a pirate ship, right? He was a merchant. Right. And he's retired now, but he needs money. So then this tycoon comes in and he's like, hey, 
I'll pay you a bunch of money if you take your ship out. Maybe something like that, and then halfway through they take over. Two hours later. Alright, it is getting kind of late. Yeah. Uh, I would rather have all 15 beats done, but whatever, we can come back with it. Yeah, sure. Um, so, so far what we got is the premise, the characters, their motivations, and the opening. So, to run it all by one more time. We start in Hong Kong, 1805. We meet all the characters from the story. Regina, the captain of Burt Gummer's ship. Bert Gummer, the original captain of the ship, her father. Chang, the worker on the ship. We meet Bassett, who is working for the big bad guy, but is actually still a good guy deep down. And then we meet the big bad, which is a rich Louisiana tycoon. After we meet all the characters, we establish what the goal is. There is an island in the middle of the ocean where legends say... Dirt dragons, dragons that live under the ground, protect an ancient treasure. Since Regina has ruined their chances of making any money and getting back home, they decide to make a desperate deal with this Louisiana tugboat man. They head to the island. Once they reach the island, they find a small town there, where we'll probably introduce thinking a mom with a kid to sort of represent the island. But they meet the mom and her kid, and they are looking for the treasure with all these pirates. Now, they're not sure that these people are bloodthirsty murderers yet, but all the new crew members are, and they're about to mutiny and take over the ship. They find a hidden cove with an ancient ship in it that has a great treasure, Goonies style, and the Graboids jump out like crazy, protecting that chest. The chest is filled with eggs of the Graboids. The Graboids are destroying the town, killing the pirates, taking down ships, destroying everything, and the team has to survive their onslaught while trying to save the treasure that the Louisiana tugboat man has stolen. People start dying left and right, and eventually all that's left is a small destroyed town with a couple of pirates and the main crew waiting. The Louisiana man is trying to hide the eggs, and the Graboids are trying to take them back. In the end, he is eaten alive for his hubris, and the group escape secretly having a chest full of gold and returning the eggs to their former home. The end. And the movie's ultimately about her earning her father's respect and learning from her father to be better than him, to be less arrogant, and to not just plan ahead, but to know when not to plan ahead, I guess. Well, all right, so that was um, an experience. Um, I am Aloney, and this has been Not So Aloney, a weird podcast idea where I talk with a friend to be less alone. And uh, today we wrote a movie, Tremors 1800s, Tremors with Pirates. It's the first draft idea. Uh, We got the premise. We got the first two scenes Uh, And as always, thanks for listening. Bye.
That was the first episode we ever recorded. It's a little rough, but I think overall, pretty good. Next week, I have something else special. A bonus episode. The first table read I ever did. I actually got robots to read it for me before I decided to just go and do it myself. So keep an eye out for that. But in two weeks, we'll get another episode of Not So Aloney. Probably a D&D one. Please subscribe, rate, give YouTube and Apple a reach around, and come back for some more if you can. So anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.